0: Hello, welcome to the Energy Update, where every month I receive themes from my guides, The Zs, and I deliver them in this message for you so as to hopefully help you navigate the month ahead. 10 years ago, I created something called The Portal, which is my members community. And the centerpiece of every month is my live broadcast with my guides, The Zs. You should be noticing that as you become more soul-based, you suddenly see the ridiculousness of some of the ways you have been trained to think. We take questions, we go deep on some of the themes that are showing up that month, and I also get to focus the teachings and the transmission on a much smaller, intimate and more focused group. As well as my work, we have so many different audios, videos and support tools for you on mind, body, spirit and heart so that you can be inspired, uplifted and supported as we navigate these times. I look forward to serving you all in the portal for the coming decade. Thanks for tuning in on the energy updates and lots of love. Welcome to Impact the World. For this episode, we bring you the audio of my monthly energy update, which is delivered to YouTube every single month. You can find the video version of this at my channel, Lee Harris Energy. And if you hit subscribe and the notification bell, you will always be notified when the Energy Update appears. We hope you enjoy this audio version of the Energy Update. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Energy Update for August 2023. I hope you're doing well out there. One of the first themes for this month is surfing waves of tenderness. We will also be looking at a whole range of themes, including quantum leaps around letting go of old stories and signing up for leadership, more and more people stepping into their leadership and wanting to be part of the birth of a new earth. So we have a group of themes today, but the first one that came through is one that I'm very aware of with the people in my life that I'm talking to, my own experiences, and just feeling this going round. It's surfing waves of tenderness. Surfing waves of tenderness. So it's something that many people are expressing new levels of emotion, vulnerability, emotional release going on inside you, and also tenderness being caused by many dif- difficult circumstances that people are going through. So whether you're hearing about trials and tribulations of loved ones, neighbors, people in your country, it's really going round. and. What my guides have said is that part of this is the opening of the heart of the world and the reopening of our hearts as a community. And it's tied into us recognizing that how we've been playing life thus far is no longer working. And part of the breakdown of that is to bring more heart consciousness through. And I don't know about you, but anytime I've gone through the really difficult times or the low times or the depressed times or the times of grief, it does bring you out on the other side as usually a more compassionate, more available, more feeling person. So these waves of tenderness that are going round, they can be tricky if you are a person who loves to help heal or empathize or uplift other people. So it serves a double purpose because some of you might be feeling completely worn out right now from the people that you're supporting or all of the people in need around you. And remember, whenever you get to that point, you do need to restore yourself. You do need to maybe step back or dial it back a little bit so that you can recover your own energy. But equally, you might find you yourself are going through periods of vulnerability that you don't really recognize. You don't remember feeling quite this way before. This feels new to you. So there are a few things that I always recommend and I practice when I'm in those modes myself. When you're surfing waves of tenderness, can you remember to express, release, and self-support? So expression can look like speaking to a friend or a family member or someone close to you who's willing to listen. If you don't have that in your life or you don't really want to do that, journaling, writing down how you're feeling, letting it fall out onto the page and see how that moves some energy for you. Releasing is the other one. You know, sometimes we release through crying or through giving ourselves time to feel all those feelings. Sometimes we need to dance wildly to help move those feelings through and out of our body. And we can always do that privately in our own home if you don't wanna be seen dancing in front of other people. And then self-support is anything that's going to help soothe, nurture, and cradle you while you're going through these periods. So some of you might have been in this for a couple of months. You might be feeling like you're really at that point where you need help and you need to call in support from others. Perhaps you need professional help. Perhaps you need nutritional help from people who can help you get your chemistry back into place, but the waves of tenderness are strong. And for many of us, they can feel overwhelming you might be worried that you're going to capsize yourself by everything you're feeling, or everyone around you who is coming to you with their big emotions or their big needs is threatening to capsize you. So it's another great lesson of, great that you want to be there for people, but are you doing it to the detriment or expense of yourself? And that has to stop, because otherwise you're never gonna be able to show up for people next week. So as we know, these very tricky times that we're in, They are about us learning who we are again, what we need, how do we sustain ourselves so that we can show up and be the best for others in the world. So these waves of tenderness are definitely an ongoing theme for people. Some people are really wanting to speak vulnerably in a way that they have never perhaps had to before. And as we know, when we authentically share with each other what we're going through, I don't know about you, but I'm always very reassured when I hear other people expressing what they're experiencing. It kind of takes away the loneliness that you can sometimes feel when you're in that level of emotion, because we as a society, we're still very new to allowing that level of emotion to be present in our life. I think of my parents' generation, and you were supposed to stifle your emotion. You were not supposed to talk about it. So we're still very new to this navigation of allowing our tenderness to be part of our life. So the waves are big at the moment, and I don't think they're going to abate for at least a couple of months. We're about two months into this tenderness as a wave. So you might just want to re-look at your relationship to personal tenderness and the way you might be serving or supporting the tenderness of others. And just do a few checks and balances but express, release, and self-support. Those are three just good words to have in the back of your mind if you feel like, rather than surfing the waves, you're drowning a little bit right now. Theme number two for this month, action and forward momentum. So birth and actualization energy is incoming in August and September. So August and September, we start to see action and forward momentum Coming in, I mean, of course, every month, there's action and forward momentum at some level, but this past few months, there has been a lot of clearing for people, healing for people, waves of energy, waves of surprise, changes going on in people's lives. So the action and forward momentum, when you're ready, can be quite ferocious. So, this might not be where you find yourself in the next month or two. You might still be surfing some waves or releasing. But for anyone who has gone through quite a lot in the last few months, get ready to be willing to feel a wave of action and forward momentum, because that energy is going to be in the air for the people who want to go to the next level in their life and who are ready to go to the next level. We only get to the next levels of things because we learn what we need to at each stage, we clear things out, we let go. So depending on where you are in that process, you might be surprised if you've gone through a lot of that, that suddenly August and September, things start falling into place. The message around this is be brave and take the step. Now, I have a a way of living that works for me. And that it, it's that if I'm, afraid of something, I investigate whether or not I should walk towards it, whether or not I can take a step toward it. If I'm terrified of something, then I trust my body and I go, no, if I'm this terrified, I've either got some old trauma that won't let me step into that scenario again, or that's a sign from my body that this is not the path for me, this is not the timeline for me. But if it's just a little bit of fear, a little bit of discomfort, a little bit of hesitation, then I will do what I can to take the step. So for any of you who are feeling like opportunities come, invitations come, people invite you to do things that you wouldn't normally do, that's how action and forward momentum can show up. But we do need to say yes. And there's nothing wrong with saying no, by the way. If you if you get a no, trust your no, trust yourself, but notice that part of you might be a little bit hesitant. So just ask yourself, can I be brave and do this? Does it feel like I can take this step, even if it's me stepping into something slightly unknown, slightly different, and it's forward momentum, which is still something that many of us are trying to find our feet with. I mean, if you look at where we've been for the last three years, three and a bit years, there is still a hangover and a level of shock and PTSD for people from everything that we've been through as a world since early 2020. So don't be too surprised if you feel a bit nervous to take some big, bold steps forward as they present themselves to you. Because if you remember about nine months ago, I think in an energy update, I was saying that we're just beginning to come out of that two year phase that we were in, two plus years, of people feeling shocked, horrified, Uh, Lots of fear, lots of concern, lots of isolation that we know was enforced, but still we experienced it. So there is a big shift happening now where more and more people are coming back out into the world. And with that, there is this forward momentum. The future is pulling us forward again. So ask yourself if your new future is pulling you forward, is it worth being brave and taking the step? And is it something that you can be comfortable with? Because birth and actualization energy is incoming in August and September at a new level. That leads us to the next point, which is allowing the new in. Allowing the new into your life is a practice. Will you allow it? So when I got these words from them, I was like, oh yeah, of course, that makes so much sense. You know, it's funny, you know, we can say we want this thing and we can work on, I wanna bring this into my life or I wanna manifest this or I wanna create it. And then actually when we get it, there can be a little part of us that go, oh, I don't quite know how to fit with, I don't quite know how this fits in my body or how I feel or how am I gonna be? So allowing the new into your life is a practice. And the question is, will you allow it? Always a good thing to check when you're hesitant or, feeling like you've got a boundary against something that perhaps you could let in, but you just have some mistrust, or you're not sure, or you don't normally do this. Allowing the new in. Will you allow the new in? I don't know about you, but I'm craving new information about the world and our future. And I don't mean information as in data necessarily. I'm craving the things that I'm seeing that people are doing that are inspired around our future, whether it's things people are innovating for the environment, whether it's seeing certain people stepping into positions of leadership that we've never really seen before, questioning the status quo, I find those things very inspiring because a lot of the story that we are being force fed over and over again is one of uh, doom. And it's not to say that some of that data shouldn't be alarming to us, but it can't just be that. We are a resourceful and resilient group. We are also connected. And so there have to be new ways into the future. So allowing the new into your life is a practice. Will you allow it? But when you allow that for yourself and when you allow yourself to transform radically, you also allow the possibility for the world to transform radically and we're gonna need that. And that's what we're going to be experiencing in the next few decades. So the fourth theme is quantum healing leaps around old stories. Quantum healing leaps around old stories. So let's look at this personally for a second because it's both personal and collective, but personally, an old story might be you know, for yourself, well, I'm really rubbish at X. Rubbish in, in, in Britain means bad at. So let's say you have a story that you're terrible at sports because you were a child that was completely uncoordinated and you were no good at sports. So you have an old story that, oh, I'm no good at, that's the story I keep telling myself, that's the story I keep telling everyone else. But interestingly, you've suddenly got really into fitness at the age of 52. And it's surprising you, it's surprising your friends. You've still got this old story in your head, but actually, if you look at it, you are creating a new story. You are becoming something new. And as you start to get into fitness, whatever that looks like for you, that could be fast walking, it could be weightlifting. It it, it will be what it's supposed to be for you. That's how we all work. We're all slightly different and so we should be. As you surrender the old story and notice the speed at which they rise and clear, you might recognize, oh wow, as I'm walking into this new fitness me, old memories are coming up from the old story of the pain or the dissatisfaction I felt around not being a sports person. So again, I'm using a really pithy example, which is fitness, no fitness in your childhood to suddenly at 52, you get into fitness, you have to release the old story about yourself. Now, as we know, a lot of the times our old stories are quite weighted, quite painful, quite emotional. It doesn't mean that you erase your history and it doesn't mean that you have to forget experiences that you've had, but it does mean you no longer identify with those stories in a way that impedes your future, in a way that impedes your growth. So for example, a classic one that we all have heard and seen, and maybe it's something you play oh no, I'm, I'm not getting into another romantic relationship because I had my heart broken 10 years ago. 10 years ago. So that's 10 years of life that you've decided to just shut the door on. Now, maybe you don't need another romantic relationship in your life and that's great, cool. But do it from that place rather than I am too scared to open that door again. Because a romantic relationship is really just a vessel for love and connection. It's not even that much only about the other person that you're focusing on, it's about you and it's about how you're opening your heart, who you're opening your heart to. So old stories might be very uncomfortable for some of you right now. You might be really going through the ringer with some of the old ideas or identities that you have about yourself. So this is a time where we're being asked to surrender them and notice the speed at which they can rise and clear. So that's the personal side. On a collective level, I mean, you've just got to look around at the level of ancestral healing we're going through. Um, I was watching some documentaries recently about uh, set in the 50s, and it was so interesting to see how in 70 years, even though we still have many challenges around equality on the planet, wow, we've come a long way around the rights of people of color, women, the rights of the LGBTQIA community it's now called, of course it wasn't then. So there's been a lot of shifts in the last 70 years. And so there is a lot of healing ongoing and we know that we're far from where we need to be, but it was just interesting to see that in 70 years and go, oh, wow, we've, we've shifted. So old stories healing in a big way. Um, the next theme is, are you listening to your life? Listening deeply to the signs, experiences, and relationships in your life can reveal everything you need to see and know. Now, <laughs> as I was typing that sentence, which I was receiving, I completely get it if some of you hear that and go, oh, I, I get it. This is more of a, um, the level that we can get to doesn't mean you're going to be in it all the time, and it might mean you're listening to this going, I feel very far from listening deeply to signs, experiences, and relationships in my life, and letting them show me everything I need to see and know. Maybe you're not at that point, but this is the way that we can literally see the spirit at work in our lives. The person who you think slows you down because they knock on your door when you're just about to leave, and your first response is, I've got to get somewhere, but actually that person is an angel, and the way they are with you calms you down. You're now 10 minutes late for where you needed to be, which is convenient for you because you don't know what might have happened if you'd arrived on time, and can we we have that level of trust in our lives that, as the saying goes, everything is happening for us, not to us? Again, that can be controversial when very difficult, tragic, or hard things happen for us, but in general, how are you listening to your life? It's something they gave to me uh, personally about a week ago. And it, it was, it's been really interesting to kind of live with that focus a little bit more. So listening deeply to the signs, experiences and relationships in your life can reveal everything you need to see and know. What opportunities and people and incidents, are you going through today that are exactly what you need and how can you experience them through that mindset? Now, if you're having a big emotional reaction to what I'm saying, there's definitely some stuff in the body that needs to clear, but a lot of you will get what I'm saying and you'll be experiencing it more. And I think we just need that little refocusing reminder sometimes to, um, to kind of have it, have it there in our awareness and to see the world and be in the world in that way. And then the next theme or question, if you like, was, are you shaping your future consciously? Are you shaping your future consciously? There is a lot of talk in the world when you speak to people, you know, just on the street or out and about. Yeah, we don't talk a lot as a world about shaping our future consciously. You know, there's a certain level of disempowerment within our systems. There's a certain level of disempowerment within our beliefs about our systems. And yet it's amazing how affirmations of intent daily and weekly can radically shift your world on a metaphysical level. So you wake up in the morning, you're a bit crabby. You're like, oh, I don't know if I wanna And instead you make an affirmation of intent that I will have a beautiful day today. I will have a beautiful day today. I will have a beautiful day today." And you vibrationally change the story of your day. So this is a really powerful thing to do, and we can shape our future consciously in that way. It's something I've just worked on with my portal community this month. It came up in one of the channels that we forget to do that, and it's so powerful. The power of our words, the power of our intentions, the power of self-direction. So. Whatever it is you don't like or whatever it is you want to bring more in of, will you let yourself be in command of that and put it out there to the universe and then see what happens? And, you know, it's funny. I sometimes hear people dismissing this or um, making fun of it. They haven't tried it because it's extraordinary. When you start to do it, and I'm very happy even if my day improves by 20% or 15%, I'll take it. I'm not looking for it to suddenly turn into, you know, euphoric paradise necessarily, but I usually use those affirmations, especially on days where I notice I'm a bit out of alignment or I need the help or the support. So I will have a beautiful day today. Universe, please help me to take the high road this week and be in my highest vibration. You can say whatever feels right to you. But if it has an uplifting intent, let the magic work on your life and watch it play out. And the more you practice it, the more you will start to notice it compound in your life. Final two themes of the month. This one, you know, is interesting. I mean, it's, I think it's probably common for all of us or many of us fatigue of the world story right now. So, the story of the world and the negativity wrapped up in a lot of the stories in what we're told and what we're sold, um, being over it, like being over the, the suffering and the pain and also the unnecessary in so many of the things that we see going on. There's, there's, there's a fatigue that many are now feeling and it, it will be the right kind of fatigue because eventually sometimes you have to get sick of something or over something in order to change the energy around it and to change the action, and we're moving out of a long period of victim consciousness around it. And actually, the more fatigued we are of what we're seeing in the world, the more we will, in our own ways, roll up our sleeves and do something to contribute toward a brighter future. So whether for you, that's just noticing that everyone in your community is a bit depressed right now. And so you think, what could I do that could uplift everybody? I can't go to everybody's house and sit with everybody on the street, but I maybe I'll do something that could just generally uplift the community. And I will also work on keeping myself as uplifted as I can, not to uh, spite the people who are depressed, but instead to be someone that can show a vibration that they can aspire to, because when we see good energy, unless we're in a sabotage with ourselves, we are interested in it. We gravitate toward it. Yeah, there might be trust issues. There might be some wounds in the way for you, but generally, we're very interested by it. So, are you balancing your life and infusing the good where you can? Whether it's finding good things to see in the world, good communities that uplift people, or whether it's just making sure you're balancing yourself. So fatigue of the world story right now, the answer is, are you balancing your own life and infusing the good where you can for you and for others? Because that's what we need. And lastly, this one didn't surprise me, but I was happy to hear it. Signing up for leadership signing up for leadership. More people are jumping on board to be leaders and way-showers. Are you? So that's not an instruction, by the way. If you're someone who does not want to be a leader right now, trust yourself. But more people in the world are signing up to be leaders and way-showers, which is really important because we're going to need a lot of leadership at every level, in every department, in every area of the world, in every community. Um, when I say leaders, I don't mean one person in charge of a whole group of people. That's the old paradigm. I mean people who are consciously leading from inside on behalf of the good of everyone or on behalf of the good of a good number of that group. So leadership is something that we might wear for an hour a day, 10 minutes a day, or 12 hours a day, depending on who we are, what our role is, you know, parents are leaders. So more people are jumping on board to be leaders and way showers of the future. Maybe you are too. Maybe there's something that you feel you have to give to the world or offer to the world. I'm very heartened by what I'm noticing are some shifts in politics and certain people who are willing to go into that, as the Z's call it, a very low vibrational energy field. Uh, because of corruption and all the things that we, we know are going on over in that department. But I'm, I'm very heartened to see certain people wanting to go into those communities and start to change them from the inside. That's a very good sign. Uh, not, not necessarily, it may or may not lead to the outcomes that we want, but the fact that people are willing to do that, it, it's a sign of the times where heart and people revolution is upon us. And we're beginning to see more and more of those signs and signing up for leadership is going to be one of those themes. So thank you everyone for tuning in. And um, I'm excited to be with uh, some of you in Dublin, which will have just happened by the time this um, starts. But I will be in September bringing out a brand new course called Grow Your Business. And it's specifically for intuitives, people in the healing arts, creatives too, who want to bring your work to the world. I'm entering my 20th year of this work in 2024. You know, and I began as a one-on-one session person, was blown away that I was doing readings for people, couldn't believe it was impacting people's lives, couldn't believe that, you know, after two years, I left my other job and started to do it full time. And then all these years later, here I am standing with a big company, and we put out so many different things into the world, much of it free. We managed to make the economics of the whole thing work. It's it's a bit of a monkey puzzle in a way when you, when you I would say, serve a business, because that's how I view a business. To me, the business is an energy and an entity, and you serve your customers, you serve your team, you have to look after yourself. So we'll be pulling back the curtain on all of that for anybody who wants to take your work to the next level. So I'm going to be leading that at the end of September. It's all new and it will replace my previous uh, business course, Own Your Value. Um, There will be lots of new things this year and I can't wait to get started with those of you who want to be there. So check out the link below if you want to check out details on that. Um, We also have Metamorphs, the remix album of Mine and DeVore's music by nine brilliant conscious producers who have done such a great job of imagining new versions of these tracks, and many of you have been enjoying them. We've been releasing one a week uh, on streaming platforms, and the album will come out at the end of August. Um, but it is available now as a download and a cd at lee harris music and i know you've been seeing uh, some of the videos that have come out so thank you for all your support of metamorphs the album and finally in the portal this month uh, my offering apart from my live broadcast is allowing the wheel of your creativity it's an exclusive and it goes along with everything else we do inside the portal to support you and your transformation and what you might need during these times. So thank you to all of our members for being there and we'd love to welcome you. We'll leave you with a sneak peek today, but until next month, take good care of yourself and lots of love. Connection, heart energy, and wisdom. Three things that members in my portal community say they receive every single month from the messages, the teachings, and the themes that I offer inside the portal. And the centerpiece of every month is my live broadcast with my guides, the Z's. You should be noticing that as you become more soul-based, you suddenly see the ridiculousness of some of the ways you have been trained to think. We take questions, we go deep on some of the themes that are showing up that month, and I also get to focus the teachings and the transmission on a much smaller, intimate, and more focused group. As well as my work, we have so many different audios, videos and support tools for you on mind, body, spirit and heart so that you can be inspired, uplifted and supported as we navigate these times. So if you feel called to join us, we would love to welcome you in.